Larry Wingert is affectionately known as the pit bull of personal development. And in his book, Get Out of Your Own Way, he's going to tell you to be nice, to be optimistic, to do what you said you were going to do when you said you were going to do it and to have a plan. The way he delivers it is special and unique. And here to introduce the book is the author himself. Hey folks, Larry Wingett here. You know, about 10 years ago, I went into the studios in Chicago of Nightingale Conant. Now, I'm sure many of you have purchased audio and video programs from Nightingale Conant over the years. It was always one of my dreams to be one of their authors because I had so many programs from them and had learned so much through those audio and video programs. Well, I got my chance. The first program I recorded was called Get Out of Your Own Way. Well, years later, it turns out I owned the print rights to that audio program, and I sold those print rights to convert the Nightingale Conant audio program into this great little book called, guess what, Get Out of Your Own Way, How to Overcome Any Obstacle in Your Life. This little book, even though the content is really 10 years old, is based on principle, and I was going through the book and none of these principles have changed. These principles will apply if you picked up this book in 50 years. These same core principles would apply and you would be able to use them. This is a cool little book. Look, it's just that thick. Let me tell you some of the things I cover in this book and then I want you to consider ordering it from Amazon. Uh, The only five success rules you will ever need. Really? Yep, that's true. Exactly what will be covered is how to eliminate uh, stress. Boy, I need my glasses for this. How to eliminate stress once and for all. I like this one a lot. Uh, the 10 ways you, sa- you are sabotaging yourself right now. You're doing things right now. You're killing your own success. You need to get out of your own way. Uh, some surprising ways to get more done at home and at the office. Uh, the bad habit-breaking trick uh, that'll change your life pretty much right then. Some simple ways to make fast improvements in your finances. All of this stuff is going to help you be more successful and that's really what you want, isn't it? You want to figure out ways that you can be more successful and I want to help you do that. All you got to do, go on Amazon right now. It's cheap, doesn't cost you much. How much is a good idea worth to you that could change your business, change your personal life? It's probably worth a hell of a lot more money than this book is going to cost you. Go on there right now, pick up the book, get out of your own way. It's some straight talk about how to turn your life, your business around and start getting the results that in the past you've said you wanted but weren't willing to do the work to make happen. This book will help you do that. Amazon.com, get out of your own way. I'm Larry Wingett. All right, so here we are again on Back Down the Hill doing another lovely book review. And today, you will know, because you've just heard his introduction, we are reviewing Get Out of Your Own Way by the inimitable Larry Wingett. Now, I love this book, and I think this man is brilliant, but he's not everybody's cup of tea, and it's certainly not a publication for the faint-hearted. So, uh, Jackie, you've revisited this one quite recently. Tell us about the book. Well, just like you said, Larry, um, he's not shy about speaking his mind. The, the book is not for anyone who's sensitive. 
you know, anyone who's um, just doesn't like it being told to them straight. I call it tough love, or there used to be a show that came on TV years ago called uh, Scared Straight, you know, where he'd basically take you and shake, you know, the nonsense out of you, basically is his approach. And so he doesn't hold back. He calls it as he sees it. And I respect that. I really do. I, you know, my only thing is, you know, knowing that some people wouldn't get past probably the first two sentences no. of, you know, how he just keeps it, he keeps it very real, yeah. you know? So um, if mean, anybody needs that kind of tough love, they should get the book. He doesn't, he doesn't really care whether people succeed or not. He, he kind of says that, doesn't he? Yes, he does. He makes it very clear. Be, and I and I get that, you know, because in, in all honesty, you know, I'm responsible for me, you're responsible for you. And, you know, you're over there, I'm over here. So if after I've given you some really helpful information, you don't do anything with it, it doesn't affect my life. And that's his attitude. Mm, yeah, okay. Well, um, I've got, uh, let's just look at what this book is, is there for and what it's telling people. So this is Larry's style. All his publications are like this. His, his first ever book was called Shut Up, Stop Whining and Get a Life. And, you know, that, that gives you a, an insight into his whole demeanor. Um, but he is nonetheless a, a very well-read um, um, uh, self-improvement guru, if you want to call him that. He laughs at that whole premise. Um, and he's fairly disparaging in his in his own remarks about some of the the, the other self improvement names that we all uh, know and love. So he believes that there are only a handful of good ideas in the whole world, and that we actually all all of us already know them, and we've heard them our whole lives. We know what to do. We just don't do it. And so he says things like. Um, Take personal responsibility, yeah. Um, things change, so be flexible. Work smart and work hard. Serve others well. Be nice to other people. Be optimistic. Have goals. Have a big ambition for yourself. Stay focused. Keep learning. Become excellent at what you do. Trust your gut. If you're in doubt, take action. Earn all you can, save all you can, give all you can, enjoy all you've got and keep it simple. Now, it, it sounds like a great recipe for success, doesn't it? But um, are people going to be able to absorb that from what he's saying and, um, you know, undertake this endeavour um, with a positive mental attitude after having heard... Larry, giving give it to them straight. Well, you know, I, so when I listened to him, it, it made a lot of sense to me. If you don't sit and just focus on the the language and his approach, you can actually you, you get a lot of um, great um, ideas from what he's saying. So you think about if you're unhappy with your life, you have to be honest and say, "What have I been doing?" all these years or whatever that has brought me to this place, you know? So just, um, so he's, he's just talking about, so he brings up that thing about taxes, cheating on your taxes, right? He's like, we all cheat on our taxes, but you know, you have a population of people that instead of 
taking care of their own business, managing their own affairs. They're looking and criticizing what other people are doing, but they're not taking care of their own lives, you know, and then they, they want help, but they criticize at the same time. So it's a lot of contradictory living is what's going on. Instead of people just actually implementing what they know they should be doing to make everything, you know, to make their lives the way they really want it. So if you're sitting at home watching TV all the time and then complaining that, you know, your job sucks or you don't make enough money, that's contradictory behavior. You know, the other thing he loves to pinpoint is um, if you're, you know, you're overweight, it's likely you eat too much or you're eating the wrong food. So do something about it. So it's really clear. I think it just makes sense the way he puts it, you know, you, it just, the, the list of things that he recommends that you do but people would just do it and stop making it an issue all the time, their lives would improve tremendously. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, why is it then, do you think, that, that people need a book like that? Why, why, why do they need to hear it in that way? Because what you're talking about, and I think what he's talking about, is common sense, isn't it? It, it just underlines this issue that uh, we know what to do already, you already know what to do. And I've seen him, if you watch this guy talk, he will open up with something like, who in the room is 100% happy with their lives the way as it is? And you'll get like one or two hands and then he'll just say, well, you're all liars. You're all 100% happy with the way your life is right now because otherwise you would have, you, you know, you wouldn't be here. You would have changed it. So don't lie to me. And, and by the way, I don't care whether you change your life. I'm just going to tell you, tell you exactly what you need to do to change it. Why does that work for some people and not for others? Is it, is it a sign of the times? Are, are, are people just too, too sensitive and, and quick to offense these days? Yeah, I think we get a lot of mixed messages, you know, in, in, well, he talks about this country and he talks about the, the, the reasons why we're in this mess is because of, I guess, you know, whatever types of systems or things of government have been put in place that has allowed people to believe or to expect certain things, to be given things or to be helped. Or, you know, so you're encouraged to buy a house that you can't afford or you you know you can't afford it, but you go ahead and you do it anyway. But you think that after you do it and you get yourself into trouble, that somebody should come along and help you to, to fix the problem. Um, so I think it's people thinking, well, this is what I was taught to, this is what I was assuming I should be doing and then not realizing, no, you knew it didn't make good sense in the first place and you went ahead and you did it. That's your choice. No one forced you to do it. You knew, you knew you couldn't handle it and you went ahead and did it anyway. So yeah. I, you know, I guess, I think his language is just trying to undo a lot of what people bought into and shouldn't have in the first place, you know, where a lot of stuff was made available to people. And it's, it's, I don't think it works anymore. It doesn't work today. You know, we can see that it has caused a lot of problems. A lot of people are in trouble financially, health-wise. Um, and I think this type of approach is necessary for some people to, to wake up and just get, you know, screamed at or whatever, told straight, 
I'm not going to do, you know, I'm not going to dance around and um, make it seem like, oh, it's not so bad because it'll continue to be bad if we do that. Hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, when I recommend this book to people, it's usually in response to those who say, oh, I, 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 I just don't know where I am. I don't know what I'm doing. I need a, I really need a kick in the ass or, 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 or over here we say a rocket. <laughs> I need a rocket up me. And I always say, well, I've got just the publication for you then, if that's what you need. You really need shaking into awareness of what your, your issues are and how you can solve them. Then this is the this is the one to uh, the one to choose. So, I mean, going back to some of the things I said, like the summary of of all these good ideas that that he says. Um, let's have a look at the, uh, some of these and and uh, see if we can just break them down into smaller pieces. Being successful. So, his number one being successful uh, recommendation is to take personal responsibility. Right. And there's more to it than that. He, he will say that his minimum expectation of everyone around him, whether they're providing service to him in a restaurant or he's in, doing business with them, is that they say that they do what they said they were going to do when they said they were going to do it and in the way they said they were going to do it. And, and that's his definition, definition of personal responsibility for getting along. And I think that's not bad. I, I think we could all hold people to that expectation. What about you? I agree completely. You know, a lot of us have or had jobs that we would go to and spend a lot of time doing everything but what we're supposed to be doing at, at the job, you know, and then expect them to get paid for doing nothing um, or just not doing, right, just not doing the job well and wanting a raise and complaining. So, um, and so we turn, we have this outcome, you know, so he brings up things like um, if we would be better parents or be better teachers, you know, where you actually, um, say, you know, I have a class of students or whatever, beginning of the year. And then at the end of the year, you can say, you know, look at all of them. They've, they're all shining. They've all done very well. But instead, what we have is, you know, there's a lot of uh, kids in school who aren't doing very well. And perhaps the whole schooling system needs to be changed. I thoroughly agree. I don't like the way, you know, school is um, designed anyway. Everybody can't, shouldn't go through the program the same way. But, you know, he brings up those types of things where it's like, if you have, the, if you've taken this job or if you've taken this role, then your goal should be to do it, you know, to the best of your ability. Yeah, to be a lot of tend to not, Yeah, they don't follow through. They don't say, well, you know, when I'm done here, it, there's going to be visible signs that I, you know, I, I did my best. Yeah. I feel yeah. proud of what I've done. I mean, again, from the book, he, he says in there, his declaration is you are not paid to work hard. Uh, you're not paid for effort at all. You're paid for results. And he says it's not what you do. It's what you get done that matters. You yep. Know? Yep. Absolutely. So um, taking personal responsibility, well, it crosses more things than just, uh, than just employment. It can be, be, be everything. And 
he says things like this, work smart and work hard, things change, so be flexible. Again, it, I mean, it's all just seems obvious. I'm like going to earth, but, but it's surprising how many people just simply don't do it. They get into a routine of being mediocre and average and, and, and just not stepping up to the plate every single day of their lives, right? I love that word, mediocre. It, again, it's like it's another harsh, you know, reflection. Look at yourself, talk, you know, say, hmm, have I been growing here? Have I been improving? And I think, you know, we can sometimes get complacent and relaxed and just say, you know, I, this is good enough. I'm not doing anything better than this. And I think people just really and truly, we do disappoint ourselves when we don't try to be better than, you know, whatever yesterday and say, you know what, I am going to go after that better position. I'm going to, you know, build a business. I'm going to do something to improve my situation, not realizing you are capable of doing better than you are. No one's holding you back. No one's saying no. Um, life's, life is fair, really and truly. You have to show up. You have to, you have to make the improvements. Um, and I, I, again, I think it's just the world that we've created where it seems like people are automatically looking for some sort of assistance or help or, you know, excuse or it's all right, that's good enough. You don't need to do anything better than that. Um, and it, I think it does take the whole, the whole effort, us on a whole, not government, to make the changes that are necessary. And like in our communities, I, I, that's where it starts. Well, I mean, I agree with that. And I, I think taking personal responsibility is where it all begins and ends, in fact, you know, because whether it's here, you know, neither really, neither Westminster nor Washington are going to solve your problems. It, it, ultimately, they're, they're really, really not. Um, you're going to have to pick yourself up and do something to make to make those changes you're going to have to be responsible for that, responsible for yourself, be responsible for your family and go out and make things happen for yourself. And th this is part of the thread that runs through um, a lot of these books that we, we talk about is precisely that. Now, just going on, where I'd veer off from, from Larry a bit here, he's missed something. So he said, there's this phrase here, earn all you can, save all you can, give all you can, enjoy all you've got. He doesn't say anything about investing <laughs> at all in there. And, you know, as a devotee of Mr. Robert Kiyosaki, um, I think that's a gaping hole in what Larry's uh, got to offer. Um, what do you think about that? Well, you know, I think... Because his message is so strong, I think he he just assumes you'll figure that part out as if you're doing the rest of this stuff anyway. You know, you know, so people have a, this idea of retiring. So what do you, obviously if you're working and doing all the right things in whatever the first 40 years of your life, you are all hopefully in there while you're being intelligent, you're also preparing for retiring. So, and, making sensible choices on investments and and whatever you know whatever you did you have to do to to sustain the life that you want to live um but he 
he he just he's simplifying the message is what he's doing in my opinion he's yeah. making it so that it's not complicated other 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 um uh whatever you call it self-help or personal development teachers you know they tend to go into a lot of details about what you should do and i think it becomes confusing to some people or they think oh this is too much and you know they, they say forget it whereas his message is pretty cut and dry yeah you know, yeah. Do it or don't. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Now, it, I tell you the other thing that's missing from Larry's uh, delivery, and that's that there's no sign of any spirituality with him. And I think spirituality is something that um, comes into this self improvement stuff for many, many, many people. And I think that's what many people reading his books would find lacking somehow. And um, you know, he's, again, quite disparaging about some of the things that uh, come up time and again. Uh, so, I mean, he, he makes statements like, you know, he's pretty negative towards thinking good things and good things will happen, that kind of attitude to to life. And um, he, he objects to this phrase, what you think about comes about. And his uh, antidote to that, if you can call it that, is what you think about, talk about, and get off your ass and do something about is what, what comes about. And um, that may be where, where people part company with, with Larry, do you think? Yeah. So I think he's just adding in, oh, by the way, yeah, what you think about, no, you just don't sit on your lazy butt and think it's going to come to you. Of course not, you know? And I think that message is clear, even coming from these other, you know, teachers or, you know, people who, uh, the law of attraction people and whatnot. I think they, they say the same thing. They talk about taking inspired action, you know? So, and um, I think people live from a place of fear or they, they automatically jump to this, idea that it's not going to happen for me so I'm not going to bother you know or they, they keep they've had bad outcomes in the past so they think just another one's around the corner you know so that's why you got a lot of lazy people not doing anything because or they're just looking at watching TV he talks about watching TV you know so a lot of people are watching the wrong stuff and getting the wrong messages and believing the wrong things so um, I think it's valid I also don't think I think the one the reasons why he's not that spiritual is just because he, I think he just leaves that alone because I think it's a personal thing for all of us and for all we know he is very spiritual who knows you know in his own way but he probably just says well that's a territory that I don't need to step on I can you know people are all they have all different types of beliefs and spiritualities or or none and that's okay you know yeah. Well, I think I think I agree with that. Um, yeah, I wasn't suggesting that he wasn't a spiritual man, um, but it's clear that he just he just leaves that completely alone in all of his yeah. books. And um, apart from this one, I mean, I've read some others of his, like uh, the politically incorrect success system, which is very much along the same lines as this book. Your kids are your own fault is another one. <laughs> They're all pretty inimitable like that. Yeah. And um, 
you know, this book has just recently been republished, of course, because he, he found it began life 10 years ago as an audio program. All of his books did. And uh, he discovered only quite recently that he had the rights to publish them as printed works and, and set about doing so. So um, you can get him to read uh, in paperback now as well. Um, yeah, it wasn't written in like 2009. So it was a year after everybody's world, you know, blew up. Yeah. Um, we all suffered a bit in 2008, right? So I, yeah, that book was perfect timing for, I guess, his reaction to the way other people were behaving and reacting to what had happened. Yeah. You know, look yeah. what happened to me. I owned a house and I know my house had, you know, the, the value of it had, I don't know, doubled or tripled since I had purchased it uh, 15 years prior. And it was just, that was amazing what happened to a lot of people that year. Mm, yeah. So a lot of people were not doing well. Yeah. Well, and there was Larry to pop up and tell him it was their own fault <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, which must have been cold comfort for, for, for several people. But I mean, we don't need to dissect that situation. I think it's reasonably well understood what happened back then now. And, and hopefully um, as, as, uh, as people, we, we understand enough not to see it repeated. Um, in, in, his, in his summing up, in his conclusion in this book, he says that um, people are rewarded for ultimately for one thing and one thing only, and that is for serving others. And um, I think that's a fairly profound conclusion to make after all, for all his bluster and shouting and, you know, verbally slapping you across the face. Um, it comes down to a lot of what we, we, we know, a lot of what we believe anyway, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, and obviously that's, I think it's very telling about where we're at right now. Who are we listening to and who's actually, you know, helping the situation? Who's helping other people? Because when, when I work on me, then I bring a better, you know, self to, to the environment, to the community, and then I can inspire other people. So, um, yes, with, despite his, his uh, abrasive approach, he is really helping people, you know, with his message. And we all have our own way of bringing similar, you know, um, value and helping others. And helping others is the way to get it done. So whatever it is that you're doing with your life, just by your behavior, you can help others. You know, you're, you can be an inspiration. So, you know, a lot of people are, I think, just looking at the wrong, looking in the wrong places for guidance in their lives. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, on that note, I'd say, I mean, I love Larry. And um, I think I'd say to anybody who wants to get started with self-help, if you really want shaken into action, definitely read Get Out of Your Own Way by Larry Winger. And failing that, anything he's ever written um, is, is, is in the same vein. I give it 10 out of 10. Um, uh, how about you? I, I give it 10 out of 10 because I'm a grown up and I can, <laughs> I can listen to it yeah. and understand exactly what he's saying. But like yeah. I said, if you are, if you're a sensitive person, you probably will yeah. you know, 
you'll you'll not well, baby it. boomers and generation x are going to be fine millennials not so much <laughs> is that what we're saying you know, it can't be the only book that you you read you you really need to mix it up hear it from different angles different approaches because everybody has i think a lot of these guys are saying the same thing it's just you know it's presented differently and um again you know if you're a person who is really truly trying to be your best self and you're doing taking out the time to say you know how do i improve and reading these different books eventually because you're not trying to be exactly like them you're just trying to figure out how how can i grow now that i've learned all this stuff from all these different perspectives you know and and just go from that angle it's not about me being told okay so i'm going to be like larry no i'm going to be me but i am going to consider have i been doing and living my life in a way that i can say yes i i feel proud of everything i do on a daily basis i am living the life i i always wanted to live you know and if those answers are no then just clean it up and we know what the things are that affect us the most Health and wealth are, are first on the list. And love, of course, those are the, the three most important things that we care about. Yeah, yeah. So great. So he's got it right. Just says it in a different way. Well, thanks very much, uh, Jackie. We've got more to come. And um, I'll see you uh, down the track. Thank you, Noel. Wherever you are seeing or hearing this, please like, subscribe and share. The show is on YouTube and six podcast platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. A full list is available at anchor.fm slash bdth. My name is Noel Matthews and I will see you down the track.